Welcome to the Shiny Brightly Show. I'm Howard Brown, author, speaker, Silicon Valley entrepreneur, international peacemaker, and yes, two-time stage four cancer patient survivor and advocate. Each episode will take you from resilience to hope and a whole lot more because Shining Brightly does make the world a better place. Be prepared to be inspired. Hello, welcome to Shining Brightly. This is Howard Brown. Oh, we have another exciting episode here today. You're going to love our guest. It's unbelievable. We have Dr. Z with us here today, uh, Marion Zeberlock. And how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. So we are going to talk about um, something called the 3G cycle, okay? The secret of achieving joy, meaning, and well-being. And it's actually her book. And um, this is really important stuff. So we're going to pay attention here. This is uh, amazing. I'm going to read uh, the bio here that you gave me, and then you'll fill in some, uh, fill in the blanks. So Dr. Marion Zyberglot, Dr. Z, is a triple board certified internal medicine and uh, seriatrics and obesity medicine a doctor. She has completed uh, her Physician Leadership Academy, FMA, uh, Fellowship on Leadership and Development and Education, uh, AAMC, and has certified as a mental health ally and wellness advocate. Serves as a member of the College of Physicians, ACP, and National Wellness and Professional Fulfillment Committee. This, you, you are well credentialed, my dear. What did I leave out? What did I leave out? I believe that, that what you leave out is probably the most important part of my life is that I am a mother yeah. of two wonderful boys. I have a wonderful husband. I have my mom and my dad that have been very supportive. And I, I guess that a, a good group of friends that um, are, you know, here with me and and following me and and, and cheering up uh when I, I i have crazy ideas and i have dreams <laughs> well and you have you have an accent where are you from originally i am from peru i am a latin girl even my last name will not show it uh so yes i came to the u.s just 11 years ago uh to start from zero it's an amazing story and um what is something that we don't know about you, something interesting. What, what's something interesting that we don't know about you? So probably the reason why I came and the reason why I came to the U.S. is because uh, even I was a successful physician uh, in Peru and everything was going very well, I was single. And I met the love of my life that uh, was actually living in the U.S. So I came for vacations uh, after dating back and forth uh, for one year. And after he proposed, I quit my job via Skype and I moved permanently to, to the U.S. So uh, I have a story of love uh, that justify my, my movement. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, and, and we're friends and I'm friends with your husband, Alex. And it's, uh, this, it's a beautiful story. It's a, it's a really inspiring story. So it's great. So give, give me some of the background here. So you're, 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 a, you're a physician. And now you you know decide to to write a book. So give me some background on that. So uh, I didn't uh, remember this, but my dad actually uh, a few weeks ago remind me about me being fourteen or fifteen years old and writing. And he had someone that was publishing my my stories in a paper uh, in Peru. So it looks like this was part of my life forever. I just didn't 
remember uh, <laughs> several uh, decades ago. So now I am not as surprised as I was. When COVID came and um, I was going through very difficult times, uh, not only with my kids being, you know, at home 24-7 and, and seeing people suffering, being far away from my parents that are still in Peru and living with fear, I believe, like everybody else. I got COVID at the beginning of the of the epidemic, and I was in my in my room by myself, uh, you know, for almost two weeks, and I didn't know what to do to express my, you know, my feelings. And I wrote uh, my first article that was not a medical article in many years, and this was published uh, with Kevin MD. And after that, I used writing as a way to express myself and to kind of with the things that were happening to me. So when the opportunity of writing a book came in front of me, it, it was kind of a natural next step to, to use it as a way to advocate for what I think is right, to share my feelings, and in, in a very interesting way also to heal because I, I was truly in a situation of burnout <laughs> uh, that I didn't want to recognize at that point. But I needed to to change my life or the, the the way that I was living my life and writing the book was my my you know my internal project of of healing and, and changing and improving. I, I you know as as a, as an author coming out like you are right now I I, I use that it was very therapeutic I, I I have to tell you I just interviewed a woman named Peggy Gleason on a recent podcast on on nurse burnout and it's real. Um, I mean, I mean, the amount of uh, extra hours everyone's working and the risk they're taking, you know, it's uh, it's real people just walking away, even though, even though the, you know, maybe pay wages are going up. It, it is hard to maintain any balance and it's not healthy. And so I can understand that you are facing that as a physician uh, in these last few years, too. Yes. And I believe that uh, the work burnout has been overused, ha- has been losing the meaning per se. I, I am kind of afraid sometimes to use it because of this kind of weird perception. Burnout was coined as a term several, several decades ago, uh, initially only as a, a stress related to work, right? And just recently, a couple of years ago, is now part of a diagnosis, a clinical diagnosis. It's recognized as a clinical situation. The thing that changed tremendously is that right now we don't talk about burnout only related to work or working many hours or having a stressful job, but there is parenting burnout too. So so we are uh, showing symptoms all over, right, of being not only tired because that's one of the symptoms, but really not being able to cope with the stress of life in a healthy way and starting to behave in in ways or present ourselves in front of others in ways that doesn't represent who we are in reality. Uh, and as parents, right, when you are burnout at, at work, it's, it's a big problem, of course, right? Uh, but when you are burnout also at home, right, and you represent yourself in a, in a broken way in front of your kids, what you are creating is a bigger problem because these kids are seeing you as a role model and you are not exactly a very good role model if you are stressed and upset, not giving the love and the care that your kids need from you. 
No, you're, you're right. And, and there's lots of names for it. Um, in the cancer world, we call it chemo brain or brain fog, but it's PTSD and, you know, in the military. Uh, but uh, I never thought about that of, uh, you know, and now COVID, you know, PTSD, long COVID and, and parenting PTSD. You're right. It, it's, it's just there. So t- tell me this, Dr. Z. So your book kind of how you came about it, uh, and, you know, through COVID and you wanted to write and use that uh, therapeutically. You, you tell me you, you wrote in this collaborative. So, so tell me about that and, and how that's worked for you. So it's collaborative in many ways. Number one, because I joined an institute, the Creators Institute from Georgetown University. So we are a group, a cohort, uh, each of us writing our own books, but we are doing it supporting each other, uh, which is very interesting because for those that are writing a book, uh, they will understand that you, how you understand it's not so easy. <laughs> and uh, you have good days and bad days and days that you are inspired and some days that you read what you wrote and you are like, oh my God, this will never happen, right? And imposter syndrome and etc. So the fact that we are going as a group through this uh, has been very, I don't know, positive because you know that someone else is going through the same and, and, and we support each other. The second reason why this is collaborative is because I interview more than 30 individuals, uh, experts in their areas that not only allow me to tell their stories or to share their areas of expertise, but in some way they become my mentors and and many of them even my friends now. And, And what is funny about this part of the story is that the majority I never met before. I just send them random messages in LinkedIn asking for help. I am trying to write a book while I am healing. I am clueless about this. I need to learn. Will you help me? And I was surprised to have these amazing people, many of them very famous, right? Recognized in many levels saying yes. So that was the second part of the collaborative experience. And later when the book was already a reality, seeing those surrounding me and supporting me, even sometimes not knowing me, just because they believe that the message that I have is positive. So I call this book a a collective journey uh, instead of just my book. What's the 3G cycle? Why do you get the the title? So 3G come from a goal, which for me is the way that I start everything. And I believe that all of us, we start with something in our life and and goals. What do we want to achieve or what society is forcing us to achieve, right? Uh, Then grit, that is this fuel and energy that keep us alert and oriented and running after this, this goal. And then in theory, when you close the cycle, you should be achieving your goal. But the truth is that that doesn't happen many times. And I will say majority of times, the goal that we were running after is not necessarily the one that we obtain because of many reasons. And I do not want to say that the reason is failure because I don't think that changing your path, recognizing that there are other ways to do things or or trying again is a representation of failure. I just think that this is a representation of growth. If you understand that this is not your path anymore, you wanted to be an artist when you were 14, you are 50 now and you think that being an artist is not for you, (laughs) it's not failure. You are a different person than when you were 14, right? 
and trying again is not failure either. Failure if it's, if you if you don't get what you want and you don't try again. But if you try again, it's just a second attempt. So what do you get from all this trying and rethinking and rephrasing? You get growth, and that's my third G. Is the learning process, the growing process with good things happening to you, which I call the positive catalyst, and negative things happening to you, which I call the negative catalyst, that you use in your favor, using adversity in your favor to grow and to become a better version of yourself. It's, it's awesome. So can, can you give a couple of teases, a couple of uh, stories that uh, maybe uh, you, know, you can share with my, my, my viewers and listeners? Yes, they're probably, I mean, all of them, they are amazing. I, I, I believe that one that is the, the, the one that touched my heart and, and probably as a woman and as a mother uh, is the story of a beautiful lady, uh, Leslie. She uh, lost her son by suicide when he was in his 20s. Very healthy guy, handsome, going to law school and, and truly without any red flags that will make you feel that something like this was you know, ready to happen. And that could be your adversity, right? You, you could say this is your negative catalyst. And the question is what happened after that, right? And for me, her process of growth started with a new goal uh, where she said this should not happen again. So she created a program or organization where she used her experience to motivate others and to prevent suicide uh, in kids and, and, and young adults and when she's teaching others about resilience, the importance of resilience. And, and in this case, this is her goal. Her greed is this love that she has for her son and for her his memory her his memory. And the growth process is all the new adversity and the new opportunities that she's having through this process, right? And and I feel that this is a beautiful example of how to use negative events to to grow to and to heal others. Another one that I like tremendously and will be very connected to your story and probably your book, right? And your audience is a young kid, uh, very recognized as a professional athlete. Uh, one day he falls down practicing. Uh, he was in his 20s also. And as a routine city of his head, because of the fall, uh, they found a big brain tumor randomly. This is probably 10 or 11 years later. He had several new episodes and a couple of surgeries. The last one done during COVID and, and was actually a brain surgeon uh, done while he was awake, which is a very complex uh, procedure. And he transformed his life after this event and became a mentor for others. And uh, he is actually helping others and, and an expert of, on, on, you know, on grow and, and how to navigate life even when you, you have fear and you live adversity. And for me, it's a very inspirational story also. And, and, and you can see that there are two different traumas there. And I love, I, I, I want to bring back something that you mentioned. You mentioned PTSD, right? And I feel, and I agree with you that burnout really is PTSD, right? And why I like to use burnout as a PTSD because it gives me the solution 
When you talk about stress, right, or trauma, and trauma could be whatever. It could be you are getting older and you don't like that. Your dog is lost. Your mom is dead. Uh, I mean, many colors, many flavors. Depends on what you feel is trauma. But when you go with to trauma, your baseline will go down, right? And during trauma, there are many options. One is that you will stay in trauma, and that is PTSD, post-traumatic stress, right? Disorder. You may go a little better, and you are kind of in a survival mode where you can function, but you are not yourself yet. You can go to resilience, and everybody talks about resilience like something so amazing. I, I disagree, and I will explain why. Because you are just bouncing back to be the same. So imagine, we went through two years of COVID, and that means a lot of opportunities to change your mind and, and learn, right, about so many things. And two years later, you are exactly the same person that two years ago? That doesn't make sense. That is very, for me, flat. <laughs> so positive psychology brings a new term that is growth, post-traumatic growth. So that means that after everything that happened, you not only bounce back to your baseline, but you actually learn something. You grow. You are a better version of yourself. And that's why I like comparing burnout or stress with post-traumatic stress and trauma, because that brings positive psychology concept, post-traumatic growth as an opportunity for all of us to improve, to, to keep going and, and not to just be resilient or surviving life, which is not a good way to, <laughs> to right. be here. So Dr. Z, I mean, you've grown now because you're going to become a published author and it's uh, it's amazing. And you're telling these uh, people's stories and they're, they are growing. Some of them had hard times, but they're, they're, you're showing people how they can overcome and get back up again. And that's so important uh, because we all get knocked down in life, whether it's health, whether it's a job, whether it's relationships, many reasons for getting knocked down. But the key is to how you can get back up again and uh, and, and get get over uh, that, that positive side of things, not back to baseline. I agree 100% with that. So tell me, how does someone get in touch with you? So my website is www. 3gcycle.live, L-I-V-E. And there you can find uh, stories and contacts to all the people that I interview. So you can actually see their stories, uh, some podcasts, and also my LinkedIn and my email. This is amazing. So I love this is a passion project. You're, you're, uh, you've done this to help yourself, but you're helping so many others. You know, the 3G uh, cycle, the secret of achieving joy, meaning, and well-being by New Degree Press. Th this is exciting. And so I always say that I want to thank you for your shining brightly. Uh, Dr. Z shining brightly with us today. We are, we are friends. We are partners in this journey of, of bringing uh, a book and stories to the world. And thank you for being here. This is exciting. And uh, what, a, what a great thing. And uh, people are going to gain so much uh, from, from reading your stories. And uh, keep on keep on shining bright thank you so much for having me and i send everybody good energies and love <laughs> that's you thank you i hope you enjoyed this episode of shining brightly with me howard brown come interact with me at shiningbrightly.com and remember 
keep on shining.